Hello, welcome to NC Asian American Ministries podcast. My name is Sammy Ju, your host. We've been going through a series called Image of God. I hope and pray that you have been blessed by the series. I am blessed by this series. Image of God is so important in our lives, in our time. Um, many times we go through depression and anxiety because uncertainty of future, but many times it is really coming from insecurity about who we are and what we do. Because sometimes, you know, we hear the bad news that we did not want to hear about. For example, you know, if somebody got fired from work or get a traumatic experience and, you know, they may ask this question, am I really worth and am I really good enough? And those type of questions can really bring us deep down into a deep uh, thought about the worth of my life and the meaning of life. But most of times it can lead us to depression and anxiety. Now, people in the Bible are not different from us because a long time ago, the life was still hard and tough and the world world was, was still filled with uncertainty and insecurity. And many people of God also went through uh, depression and anxiety. However, God met them and God showed his great love for them and God provided and God took care of them. So through that experience, they truly see the meaning of life and the purpose of life, and they could truly regain uh, the energy and the power, strength that comes from the Lord so that they could move forward. And that's something that I want us to experience as well as we are starting this sessions and series. It's not about just learning about the image of God, but we can truly understand and grasp and also apply it, it, apply it into our lives so that we don't have to remain in uh, depression, anxiety, and all those problems. We can move forward, uh, reminding ourselves that we are created in the image of God so that as a today as of today i want to go i want us to go to the next next part of this image of god and we can see how we are wonderfully and fearfully created as in uh, psalm 139 verse 14 so let me start with verse 13 and 14 psalm 139 13 through 14 for you created my innermost parts you wove me in my mother's womb I will give thanks to you because I am awesomely and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. Amen. Well, this is amazing, amazing passage, isn't it? So let me just recapture a little bit about the Psalm 139. I can break it into four parts. The first part is about this. God knows about me everything. So uh, when I wake up and when I sleep, when I'm outside, when I'm inside, he knows me about everything. And the second part is this, there's nowhere I can hide from God. So that, that's the recognition of my limitation. You know, if I go sky, he is there. If I go down to the deep and he is there, there's nowhere I can hide myself from God. Okay, so if you stop right there, you might think, you can not, you might think like, oh, God is like watching me. Um, 24 7 it can be a good thing but it can be also a fearful thing why does he really watch me all the time just leave me alone I have my own life however if you go down to the third part which is today's part the verse 13 and verse 14 it talks about that God made me wonderfully and fearfully and that tells us everything that that's the reason why God knows me everything God knows everything about me and that's the reason I cannot hide myself from him because he is the one who made me but he made me not just in a normal way but he made me wonderfully and fearfully 
And the last part, the fourth part is this, so that I praise the Lord for all my days. So you can see the great structure of this Psalm 139. And this is a really truth. This is not a wishful thinking, but God truly knows everything about me. And uh, he is always watching me because he made me wonderfully and fearfully. So my reaction, my response to that is really uh, praising the Lord all my life. So let's go back to this verse again. For you created my innermost parts. You wove me in my mother's womb. Now notice this. In my mother's womb, you wove me. So who wove me? Who made me? Who created all my innermost parts? Is it mom? No. Mom's womb was an instrument, was the place, but mom is not my creator. God is the creator, and God created all my innermost parts. Not the, not the amoeba or not the uh, uh, monkey, but it's really coming from the Lord. So this is why the abortion, abortion is a sin because uh, some people, most people, think that abortion is mom's choice, adult's choice, because, uh, in, in, but in deep inside of our hearts, they may think that. Uh, I am in charge of my baby's life if they are in embryo or in any certain stage of their life. However, according to the Bible, you know, the abortion is definitely uh, wrong. It's a sin because you are not admitting who is making you. It's not mom. If mom is the one, probably mom has the, all the control, but it's not mom. It's God. God is making people, uh, even from the mother's womb, right? And in verse 14, I will give thanks to you because I am awesomely and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works and my soul knows it very well. I give thanks to you, to you who? God. I, God, I give, I thank you. Thank you so much for what? Because I am awesomely and wonderfully made. Now, awesomely means set apart. I'm distinctively made. I'm unique. Of course, why why are we unique? Because we are you, uh, you, we are created in God's image. Dogs are not created in God's image. The cats are not created in uh, God's image. But we are uniquely created, uniquely formed, and also the wonderfully made. What does that mean? It's a fearfully made. In other words, it's a fearfully made with reverence. When God created us, He was not just making us like a um, the uh, normal manufacturing factory. But when he created us, it was with awe. So when you look at, I mean, think about this. If you watched any uh, documentary film about how baby is formed during that uh, the 10-month period in, in the pregnancy, it's just amazing. You can see chemistry, biology, and physics, and all the science are involved in there. It's amazing to see and to see how one person is made and um, yeah, formed in the mother's womb. We cannot see it, so we don't know really what's going on, but when you see it inside, it's breath breathtaking. That's why it's in awe, wonderfully made, okay? And then it says, wonderful, are your works. Your works, God, your work is extraordinary. It is beyond our imagination. So we can see the praise right here. And my soul knows it very well. My innermost part knows it very well. But let me ask this question. This is a very, very important question because sometimes people misinterpret this verse and then they take it into they, they take it into um their perception of promoting themselves over other people. So let me ask you this question. Um, what does it mean? I am awesomely and wonderfully made. 
Is there a difference between I am awesomely, uh, wonderfully made or I am uh, God made me aw awesomely and wonderful? There's a big difference. I am awesomely, wonderfully made or he made me awesome and wonderful. The first one is pointing to God, that God is the one who made me, who God is the one who wonderfully and made, uh, fearfully made me. So it's wonderful and uh, powerful or fearful. It's referencing back to the Lord. Whereas uh, he made me wonderful, a powerful or fearful. That means I am fearful and I am wonderful. Right, so it's a referencing to me. It's a pointing to me. So the first one is God-centered. The second one is me-centered. A lot of people think this way. Uh, it's a it's a important the concept or difference that we need to make. Some people say, "Oh yeah, yeah, God made me wonderful and fearful." So look at I am. I am so handsome. I am so wonderful. I am so fearful. So you got to really look at me in in that way. So you see. Who is in the center? I am in the center, whereas God is in the center. Okay, so this is a very, very dangerous. Yes, God, you are beautiful. You are wonderful because God created you in his image. But if you just stop there and thinking that you are special, you are very beautiful, you are handsome, then you can fall into a self-centeredness or self-righteousness, not praising the Lord who made you. We always need to remember the Lord and think and praise the Lord because the whole chapter of uh, Psalm 139 is praising the Lord. He wonderfully, beautifully, fearfully made me. So how wonderful are your works? So you see that reference is not about me, but it's about God. It's all about it's the praising the Lord. So it's not about looking at myself, but it is about looking in the Lord, looking at the Lord. Now, the Rubik's Cube is a really um, amazing, amazing the, the game, but uh, not many people can solve it. But uh, when my kids, my sons were playing it, they figured out how to do it, and then they even went to a competition, right? And then I went to the competition just to see, and then there were so many smart kids were doing, and someone was doing far faster than other people. And I was wondering, huh, I mean, we're just doing a competition and kind of figuring out who is smarter and who is faster, but what's the point? I was thinking like, who created this Rubik's Cube? The one who created Rubik's Cube must be the smartest one, must be, but people don't think about it. When you are in competition, they don't care about who created Rubik's Cube. They just think about how smart I am, how fast I am compared to other people. We can easily go into a self-centered mode. Now there is a joke about dog and cat. What's the between what's the difference between dog and cat? The dog says, "Oh, the people who live with me, they feed me, they love me, they provide the the warm place and dry dry place and they pet me. Oh, they must be gods." Whereas cat says, "Well, the people who live with me, they feed me, they love me, they pet me, they provide all the dry house." I must be God. <laughs> you see the difference between the cat, dog and cat. No offense for cat owner, but that I think that really shows us who, what, what we think. A lot of people are like cat. When God provided for them, when God, you know, uh, 
beautifully and wonderfully, uh, powerfully created them instead of looking at God as their creator. They think themselves as God, you know? See, look at me, how beautiful and how wonderful, how strong I am. I must be God. I'm in the center of the universe. And that is the sin. That is the most dangerous thing. That is what is called the pride. And God is opposed to pride. I mean, we receive the same blessing. We're under, under the same sun. We're under the same sky. But some people are God-honoring, whereas some people are me-honoring, me-centered. And we see that difference in between those two types of people all throughout the Bible. In Genesis chapter 4, that's where Cain killed Abel and Cain move on, move, moved on. And then he and his descendants, there's a story about the, that's the descendants. The Cain's descendants, they built a city and then uh, their descendants became the father of business and father of culture and father of military. So we can see that all the culture was springing up because they are building the top, building their city, their business, their culture for themselves with their names. But whereas the last part, last verse of chapter four, when Seth was born, people began to call on the name of God. And the next chapter, which is chapter five, is about really the descendants of Seth and Seth. And then they were just kind of normal. There's nothing special. There, there are not mention of building the city. There's no mention of being the father of culture or big more or hero or heroines, but it's just very simple record of they, they had a baby, they died, they had a baby and they died. And then all of a sudden there's an Enoch who walked with God and he was no more because God took him. So we can see the very uh, dry, uh, the uh, not so much exciting the uh, record uh, genealogy however we can see the people of god who are living differently from the people of man who are man-centered and also when you go to genesis chapter 11 there's a famous story of tower of babel and the people were saying let's build a tower big tower that reach heaven and let's make our name great okay whereas the next chapter chapter 12 God called Abraham and God said, I'll make you name great. I will make you a big nation. You see the difference that between the man-centered and God-centered? Man-centered is all about myself. I'm going to be great. Look at how great I am. Whereas God-centered is God is great and God tells us, God comes to us and God calls us. All the religions, all the religions are trying to reach God by good works. Let's do good works. So let's, let's, uh, let's reach out to God with our good works whereas the gospel is God came to us that Jesus came to us and he died on the cross and he rose from the dead so whoever believes in him will be saved by God's grace not by our works you see the big difference right there we have to be very careful because sometimes we can misinterpret the Bible and say, this is for me. Yes, it is for us. But it, if we stop there and they say, look at me, how great I am, how, how much worth and how much value I have. If you stop there, you are deceived. You need to go forward. You need to move on. Yes, we are fearfully made so that we need to look at God, not ourselves. Some people say, I have the image of God, so I'm like God. No, 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 no. I have right response is this. I have the image of God. So when people see me, they will see God through me, not myself, but God himself. It's so, so important. So my friends, 
Brothers and sisters, let's clearly understand this passage. I am fearfully and wonderfully made because God made it. God did it. So how wonderful works he has done. So we need to praise the Lord more than any other things. Now, evolutionary theory took out God out of um, everything. And they say, we are not created, but we're just made. We, we're just, we just happen. Like somehow in a long time ago, their small amoeba evolved to a next one, next one, next one, next one, next one, and then all the way to monkey. And then from monkey, we became something. But the, what, what's the implication? What is the application? Because of that, you know, some people who are stronger will survive and some more beautiful, some more smarter. You know, they, those people will dictate, those people will dominate and the weaker ones, weaker species will disappear. Okay. So when you say, yeah, I am smarter than you. Look at me. You know, uh, how fearfully, how wonderfully, wonderful person I am. I am actually uh, more smarter than you. I am actually more stronger than you. So you must disappear. I must be the one who get the gold medal. And that's how the world operates these days. And it has been that way so many times. So that we have to be very careful if we are not God-centered and if we are me-centered, it's, if it's all about myself, we will be disappointed. We will be distracted. Either you become like a strong, 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 strong and despise other people or you will be disappointed about yourself. You will be depressed. You will be filled with anxiety because you may feel, you will feel like you are not good enough because of this comparison. Okay. So what if you say, Okay, I am fearfully made, period. Then what if something happens, some accident happens so that your face becomes de deformed and you lose, your, you lose your arm or feet? What would you say? Oh, I'm no longer fearfully made. Look at me. You know, I am nothing. I lost everything. I have no reason to live. That would be the response, right? But if you truly believe that, yes, I am fearfully, wonderfully made, yes, you know, my face became deformed. You know, I lost my arms and I lost my feet. However, it is not really about me, but it is about God who made me fearfully and wonderfully. God wonderfully, fearfully made me. How wonderful are your works. So if you are God-centered, whatever situation happened to you, you will still praise the Lord. That is the secret. That is the true message of this psalm. So that whether you are growing old and getting weaker physically, praise is unto the Lord. And He is, He deserves the praise. So when you have a gray hair, when you have your uh, the wrinkles, and when you when you when your body is getting weaker, weaker, you will still be rejoicing because of the Lord. And then we will see the Lord and we'll be with Him forever. And then we're in the perfect world, so our bodies will not decay anymore. And then our bodies will be uh, resurrected into a new body, yes. But the point is not about our body. The point is not about how great we are, but the point is about how great He is and He is our Master. Uh, don't, they, don't think that we are, yes, we are God's masterpiece, but we're not master. Our master is the Lord. So always, always bring back to the Lord, always reference to the Lord, always point to the Lord so that it is the Lord at the end of the day, when people see us, they will not see us as well uh, only, but they will see God 
through us so that all the glory and honor would be unto him. So that is the point and that is what we need to do. So when, when God created us, he created us, he created us in his image and we are his image bearer so that people would come to know him through us. And that is the evangelism and that is the praise and that is the life that we need to live together. So let's pray together so that we would live as a God's image bearer, not our own kingdom or not for our own image, but for his glory and for his honor. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you for the wonderful message that you have given to us. Yes, God, you have created created us and you made you wonderfully and fearfully made us. So all the glory and honor uh, go to you. Father, please please forgive us for our selfishness and self-centeredness that we used to think that we are uh, something, but we are nothing really compared to your glory, but you chose us and you created us. So we thank you so much for that. And then there is nowhere to hide ourselves from you. So Father, please help us to recognize our weakness or our limitation. However, we will be always think of who you are and praise you for you are worthy to be praised. Father, we do thank you. We praise you in Jesus' holy name. I prayed. Amen.